Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Today, we're going to go a little bit deeper than usual. I know that you might be thinking, how is that possible? We go pretty deep on this podcast, but it is today we're going to talk about what your success hinges on and and more specifically, three things that your success hinge on. Many of you know um, that in August of 2009, I made the decision to stop drinking, to be soberish. <laughs> it wasn't for good, um, really, but for a while. I badly needed some like mental clarity, more intentional time with my family, and really, honestly, just a big old uh, reset on my health. I wasn't really overindulging, per se, but I, I could see a slippery slope Uh, of drinking being correlated with stress. The whole drink the stress away feel was like exactly what was happening in my life. And because I'm a total D on the whole disc profile, uh, when I make a decision, it's made. And I honestly don't usually go back on it or ask for permission from others around me. I had no idea how long this whole like no drinking thing was going to last. But when I shared it with my mentor really kind of just a fancy word for my counselor, um, that I made this decision. He congratulated me on taking a step, um, but also said this statement. And this statement um, has rung through over and over again um, for me as I've used this really truly as a filter for my decision to say yes or to no to having a drink. And he said that Jesus drank to celebrate. And as I just heard those words come out of his mouth, I knew that from that moment on that if I was going to have a beverage, that there was going to be a true celebration behind that drink. Now, each time I go out, hang with friends or family, or I'm sitting around the house you know, with, with Preston, I ask myself, is this a celebration? Or if there is a chance, any stress in my current situation that I may be trying to mask with a glass of, you know, really good glass of Malbec or really good martini or you fill in the blank, um, I use that truly as a filter. So after this decision of being soberish, of really taking this step to not have a beverage every time I go out with girlfriends or um, you know, teach an oil class or I'm just outside of the house or even in. Um, after I made this decision, I ran across this uh, article from Dave Asprey of Bulletproof. If you guys are not following him, if you are not listening to his podcast or even his latest book, I highly recommend uh, you do this. He is a, a wealth of knowledge from business uh, to health and so many things in between. But um, he... Um, he wrote this uh, book and it said, or sorry, this blog, and it was titled How to Quit Drinking for Good. Now, I'll have a link here in the show notes, but you can find it also uh, just on his uh, blog uh, website, um, bulletproof.com. 
although Dave was referencing drinking in this, and I have referenced drinking so far um, here in my uh, in this podcast, I want to dive in even more. So um, the tools that he shares here in this uh, how to quit drinking for good can be applied across all the different areas of our life. Right in the middle section of this specific blog, how to quit drinking, um, is are these three simple points. So this might be a time that you want to grab out your pen and uh, paper and, uh, and start taking some notes. So how to form good habits and to quit undesirable ones. Whether you're starting a new habit or breaking an old one, success hinges upon these three things. Now, these are the words from Dave Asprey. Number one, changing your behavior, either starting a new behavior or stopping one, which seems real simple, right? But easier said than done. And then number two is willpower, being physically or mentally resilient against weak moments and temptation. And last but not least, often you must change the way you see yourself in the world. Now, I don't know about you, but that one might be the hardest. So out of these three, changing your behavior, willpower, and changing the way you see yourself in the world. All three suggestions are totally legit and worth doing some work around, but I believe the last one really truly is the one we pass right through and do not give much attention to. I've had to do this work every single time that I've made a shift in my life. See, in relation to no drinking, I viewed myself as the like party creator, the drink maker, and, and without this component in my life, how would I be any fun again? And would people still want to hang around me? It really feels rather crazy to write this right now, but it was a legit concern for me that I was going to shift truly who I was, who I am. And even to bring this more applicable to business, Just another reference in some decision I had to make to see and view myself different in the world. As you're visualing yourself in the future, you guys have heard so many different changes that I have gone through, specifically in 2018. But even prior to that, we change all the time, right? But one that was more applicable to business, not just to drinking, um, was when I truly decided to pursue what was once my side hustle, uh, doTERRA essential oils. Now, that decision was not easy. See, I had all of this limited mindset stuff around hanging, um, you know, just stuff hanging out in my brain at that time. I really didn't think anyone would take me serious if I showed up and shared that I was running multiple businesses. And I thought I would be diluting my tenacious marketing brand. And you know what? Honestly, at that time, the exact opposite had happened. Tenacious clients became oil lovers and doTERRA leaders became tenacious clients. It was a win-win-win. See, but the neural pathways I had created in my brain around the idea of having multiple businesses is when I saw people doing that, I saw them being split 
divided, not focused, and uh, struggling, uh, dabbling in too many things and not truly being set. Now, you guys have seen my transformation over the last few years um, since August of 2009 and since I made the decision to, to follow my dreams even more in doTERRA. Um, that I have really singled in on a focus, but I didn't go jump from one to the other. It was a slower, slower transition in there. Now, here's the deal. In order for this awesomeness to show up in your life, you know what? I had to change how I viewed myself and unapologetically wear that view. And really, truly, here's the deal. Like what others think of you is really none of your business anyways. And so what you view yourself and what you think of yourself is really, truly what matters. So my question to you today on this uh, wonderful Friday or whenever you're binge listening to these episodes, what view must you change about yourself? Is it something simple? Um, is it something really big? Is it something that maybe truly defines you? Uh, at one point in my life, the party drink girl um, was a defining me. And now I look back and think, oh, how sad that was, that that was something that defined me. It defined me who was going to have drinks and who was going to drive and who was going to get to have fun and who wasn't. And as sad as that sounds, that was our reality at one point. When I related that to business and I looked at, hey, um, you know, I'm this marketing gal. I went to school for marketing and design. And now I'm talking to people about essential oils and running a network marketing um, you know, group. I mean, it was really, really uh, a shift for me. And I had to first visualize myself as the other side of that. I had to view myself um, differently. And I will tell you that I didn't have a viewpoint of someone that could be at an event and not be the drinker. I didn't think they were fun. And so I had to then view Tina, not just other people that I didn't think were fun, but I had to view Tina in that spot to be fun without having an alcoholic beverage in my hand. And guess what? It worked. It totally, totally worked. And then... I had to make a shift in my business, my world. And these are just two examples. I make these kind of decisions all the time. But I had to view myself as, you know what? Tina can be still a respected and successful business owner when she is running two different businesses and when she is uh, being the oil dealer. She can be this person. And I had to view myself in that way. So I hope that this was helpful for you, whether you're making a personal life decision, a business life decision, it all weaves together in so many different ways. Now, if you are not a part of our Facebook communities, we have two that I want to point out. One being the 10%. There will be a link here in the show notes for that specific group. We like to talk about the episodes, toss in their random Facebook lives, just educate on uh, business. And then the other one is our Shine Essentials group. And that group is specifically for people interested in learning more about essential oils um, and people that are on our, my uh, doTERRA team. So I would love to see you in both of those groups, um, groups that I frequent throughout the day. And I can't wait to see you over there.